Citizens, you're now trapped in a nerd cage with your hosts Mark and Jay. We hope you have a smashing good time. Yeah. <laughs> yes, hello and welcome. That's right, you're trapped in nerd cage live. This ain't just a reaction show, but a debate show and a live discussion on everything that makes people like you and I tick. So thank you for joining us tonight. Please hit that like button and subscribe. I'm your co-host, Jay St. G, coming to you live from Syracuse, New York. And finally back with me, my man, the warrior from Wakanda, the fiend from Louisville, Mark Withers. Welcome back. Thanks, man. Super excited to be here. Feeling a little bit under the weather, but but much better than, than last Thursday. Uh, yeah, once again, we have another look back for you this week. We could absolutely not let this one go by. It mm -hmm. almost slipped past us, but we got it in there. So today we're going to talk about Boaz Yakim's football classic, Remember the Titans, starring Denzel Washington. Now, I can't believe you're saying it's a classic. I feel like that movie just came out <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, like, that's why wow. I stuttered a little bit. I was like, is it really a classic? But it's been out for like 20 years, yeah. you know, so... You know, I you know I I felt a certain way when I first watched it, and mm -hmm. uh, you know it's it's held a special place in my heart over the years. I yes. rewatched it and kind of got some of those vibes again. I know that you, being a, a big fan of actual football, you know yep. you you probably have a certain feeling about it, and it also has one of your favorite, if not your favorite actor. My so favorite. I kind of wanted to see what your what your take was on this movie. Well, how do you feel about it? Okay, so I'm gonna be 100% honest. The um, I am a diehard football fan, and this just how this movie speaks volumes. This 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 show's called Nerd Cage Live for a reason. Mark's not a sports guy, but Mark loves this movie. Yes, so that's exactly. how that, that's, that's, that's the thing. <laughs> that's why that's what makes this movie special. But um, I first saw the movie in theaters when I was 13 when it first came out, and I just rewatched it for the first time um, in 20 years. And you know what? Denzel is still king, but right. if I'm being 100% honest with myself, I feel like the movie itself does have some glaring problems. Um, the pacing and the execution, especially towards the end, but but Denzel Washington's 110% all in in this movie, and this ultimately, I mean, Denzel Washington was a big name at the time, and he w did a lot of big movies before this movie, but I feel like the, the Denzel Washington pain train started with this movie and of course the very next year we got training day right but I feel like it all started with with uh remember the titans right and you're probably right about that you know the the thing i like about that is you know not only do you have a powerhouse in denzel washington playing coach boone but you have these like very young and you know how i feel about movies that do this you have these early performances yes. of, of actors who have gone on to just blow up and become superstars. You've got Ryan Gosling in, got Ryan Gosling in there. You've got mm -hmm. Hayden Panettiere, Ryan yep. Hurst, who went on to, to be Opie in Sons of Anarchy. Oh, Anarchy, yeah. Right, you know, you've got Wood Harris, who's who was later in The Wire and in a bunch of other shows. You know, and the list goes on and on. Ethan Suppley, you've got a lot of, uh, of, of great actors in there uh, right at their infancy. 
And so, and they all turned in great performances as well. And so, you know, I agree with you as far as, you know, some of the story not holding up and, you know, they, them sort of disnifying a lot of the actual events. Yeah. But all in all, I think that performance wise, I think it's solid all the way through. Yeah, not to mention a lot of, <laughs> <laughs> I think but this movie's legacy is the memes, the NFL memes that we've gotten, especially in recent history. <laughs> like <laughs> the scene where Washington, Denzel Washington is just growing that kids and oh, you think it's funny, you, you know, and you know, we see like the Tom Brady memes and remember the Titans, you know, after the Tennessee Titans eliminated, like, like this movie spawned a whole lot of internet memes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what was cool about this movie is like, um, I read this article recently about, um, you know, Wood Harris and, and Ryan Hurst kind of reunited for this GQ article. And one of the things that they said about it was, that they kind of got the same vibes off of the script that we got when we watched this, when we rewatched this movie recently, mm -hmm. they, like the kind of red script. They're like, nah. you know, and uh, then they found out that Boaz Yakim was going to be the director of, of this movie. And Boaz Yakim actually, uh, a few years prior to that, directed this movie called Fresh. Now, I don't know yeah. if you've ever seen this movie. But it has my favorite actor in it, Giancarlo Esposito. Okay. And it's about like basically this like this young kid who works for a gangster and he figures out this way to kind of outsmart all these other gangsters. It's like really a, like a badass movie. And so just on the strength of this of, of the information that this guy was gonna be the director of this movie, they're both like, yeah, like we we want in. We want yeah. in. And so you know, this movie went through a bunch of treatments, a bunch of different rewrites until we actually got this version of it. And you can tell because yeah. obviously the social commentary in this movie, um, again, oh. <laughs> keep in mind, Disney, I, I, I'm shocked that this movie not let, now after rewatching it, like, I'm surprised this movie is rated PG, not PG-13, because right. there are some, you know, racial things in there. I mean, we won't go into the fine details you'll know it when you see it like oh man they're like on the border right now they gotta be right. careful what they say you know you could tell like what they want to say but they're not gonna say it because it's a disney movie and like right it's like whew, it's like it's treading like light waters right there um that being said like as you just said it was disneyfied the best they could and, and that's what kind of bothers me a little bit is that you know if this was a little more realistic that there would be some really off-color things that could be you know that some of the um could be in the script there because i feel like it's almost like i know it's based on a true all on true events but it almost just doesn't feel like a true story because it's like you know as you just said it's like disneyfied a little bit and i just feel like it, it kind of kills the authenticity well, I mean, it's funny that you mentioned like the true events part of it, because, you know, according to some things that I've read, there are a lot of uh, key points in the film where they kind of played a little bit fast and loose with the truth, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, for example, the, the film takes place in 1971, 71. supposedly like this is the first year that school gets integrated. Well, that school in real life was actually integrated in 1965. And all the teams that they played against had already been integrated schools. Yeah. So 
they kind of made that change for like dramatic effect. Yeah. All the racial tension still existed. Like mm -hmm. the, you know, like the whole like changeover with, you know, uh, with the team, but you know, they've done in recent years, they've done sort of these look back interviews with the players like years later, some will tell you that, yeah, like we did have like racial problems, but it wasn't as bad. And others will say, well, we really didn't, it really wasn't about race. Like we were just being competitive because here's this guy coming in to take your spot yeah. and you're trying to be as nasty to him as possible. And so like, those are the, that's the easiest thing that you can do. So it's it's hard to say what's the truth there, but there's like little things here and there in the movie that they kind of changed and they kind of like embellished to kind of make that fit. Uh, yeah, the dramatization. Yeah, yeah, a more powerful narrative. So so there is that. Yeah, but again, like, and then again, this is gonna be my last time bitching, but like, <laughs> I feel like, again, this is upon the rewatch. When the games start, the training camp's probably the best part of the movie, but when the but the, when the games start, the matchups start, it, the pacing's just so off because I feel like they move from game to game real quick towards the end there, and then you blink and miss it. All of a sudden, they're at the, in the championship. I mean, right. I know they're constrained for time and all that, but I just feel like the pacing was a little off because I feel like they just jump from game to game quicker than they should have. Right. Um. But but that's that's all that's all I have to complain about. Other than that, like. Everyone gives a dynamite performance, everybody, but Denzel, again, 110%. Like, you could tell that everyone that's on screen is just trying to keep up with Denzel because right. Denzel's just that good. And I just love it when Denzel goes on these tirades, you know, when he grills these, these boys and, like, you know. And then, of course, the scene where they throw a brick into his house there and, you know, he just says, you know, hey, I'm here to coach football. I ain't afraid of no, nobody and whatever. Right. Like, man, it's like, that, that's that's what made me fall in love with Denzel. Like this was the movie that got me into Denzel, and like, and then Training Day came out the next year, and it was all over. Like, I was and it was all, yeah. Denzel, then you were a super amazing. fan after that. Yes, Denzel <laughs> Washington is the unquestionable greatest actor on earth. Uh, always has been, always will be. Amen. Like right, he's just that good. And if, if I'm recommending, like, if I'm like, if if I'd never met, if somebody, okay, so anyone that's listening, if I've never met you before and you've never watched a Denzel Washington movie. I'm gonna. This is gonna be one of the movies I'm gonna point to. Like, hey, this is one to start with. This one, Training Day, American Gangster. Like, I can name a bunch, but I feel like this is like the must-watch Denzel movie. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. You know, give a great performance. But I mean, when does he ever give a lackluster performance? You never. know what I mean? So never. So you know, I I kind of agree with you on like this being like everybody was just really like just trying to keep up with Denzel Washington I, and that's yeah. that's evident but that said I think that the re the remainder of the cast mm -hmm. was was well chosen you know yes. it particularly like you know I keep going back to to Wood Harris and Ryan Hurst playing Julius Campbell and yeah. uh and and Gary Bertier um the chemist the natural chemistry between those guys by the way they actually happened to be super close friends. Even they met on the set of that film and they're close friends even now, 20 years later. But that chemistry it. was like automatic on that set and you could tell, and it made the actual on-screen friendship, the on-screen bond look like 10 times more real. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And, you know, and these guys were very young at the time, you know, like they're, they weren't as young as they were, they, as they were playing in the, 
in the film. They, you know, yeah. I think they're in their their twenties, but they were they were early in their career, young guys. But you know, they own those they own those characters. They really made you believe that that they were those two guys. And so you know, for that, I got to give them I got to give them absolute props as well. And the guy that plays uh, Petey, Donald Faison. Mm -hmm. You know, like he's just, you know, everything that he's in, you know, you don't see him in a lot of big stuff. I mean, he was in Clueless. And then after this, he went on to to uh, play uh, one of the doctors on the show Scrubs. I don't know if yep. you've ever seen that show. Yeah, but I mean, I literally everything that guy is in, he just like elect he electrifies whatever scenes he's in because he's got such dynamism and such like energy like you know he brings that to his performances and so i really appreciated him being in it okay now i have to ask this um because this, this this is an easy question that can come up in any debate or any uh, live stream where would you rank this among other sports films or other or to make it easier football films I'm probably the wrong guy to ask for this. So. I know. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> so, all right. So I'm trying to think of all the all the football films I've seen. So uh, I've seen this. I've seen Any Given Sunday. Yep. I've seen, um, geez, Leatherheads. The Replacements. replacements. Yep. Um, Brian Song. Really... <laughs> Brian Song. Brian Song. Oh, okay. man. I, that's, oh, let's uh, pick again, those five. Someone... No, no, never watch that. Again. I'm never watching that again. Right. <laughs> Let's pick those five, and I'll tell you right now. Brian Song is the number one. Yeah. Football film for me. Oh, and I've seen Invincible. Right. So yeah. with Mark Wahlberg. So, so yeah. So I would say Brian Song, then this movie, mm -hmm. then Invincible, then no, 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 The Replacements, then Invincible, then Any Given Sunday, and then I'm still missing one. What was what was another one that I said? Whatever, whatever one I said, that was the last one. I'm not a football guy. Okay, <laughs> Guys, okay. Not, not a sports guy. It's all good. That's why it's the nerd cage. That's right. Um, you see everything me. behind you. Nobody, <laughs> we, there's nobody with any like football or basketball or anything. So that should tell you everything. Yeah. So for me, I, I, I it's not the number one sports movie by far, not at all, because I give that to Rocky. Rocky is the best sports movie of all time, bar none. But as far as football movies goes, uh, this is because of by default because of denzel yes this would be number one close number two would be like you know brian's song and another movie as doofy as they are but they make me laugh and anyone that's played football can kind of relate to you know how players overreact and stuff like that but the longest yard both the remake and the <laughs> original i laugh at those movies so hard like when those guys are like throwing tirades about the gatorade and shit like that and it just that stuff makes me laugh because I've been around those 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 jocks and those muscle heads that get mad over stuff like that. And right. you know, I I didn't play. I mean, I only played recreational football for like here in Syracuse for six years. But like, my best friend was semi-pro and played in college. And wow, you know, so for us, we we can reflect on stuff like that and just laugh at certain people that you know that throw you know bitch fits on the bench and stuff like that. And that's what makes it all oh, great. Okay, so so yeah, I would have to say this. The Longest Yard, Brian Song, an honorable mention, uh, Radio with Cuba Gooden Jr. Uh, that's a spectacular one, too, that came out around the same time. Um, but to me, because of Denzel's performance alone, I have to say, Remember the Titans is the number one football movie in my book. Right. Well, you also left out uh, uh, The Express, which we mentioned in the Chadwick yes. Boseman episode yep. that we did. So where, where, does, that, where does that rank in this? 
Um, I would say like number five or number six. Um, you know, it's, I mean, I'm all biased because I'm from Syracuse and that's a great movie, but like, um, I, I can't, I can't sit here and look at you in the face and tell you that the express is better than, you know, remember the Titans or it's better than, you know, some of the other movies we just mentioned, but right. it's definitely another one people should check out. Um, now next question before we can wrap this up where would you rank this among denzel's best see and that's an easier list to compile but you yep. know he's done so many good movies right so if i think about his top movies right so i'm thinking mm -hmm. training day man on fire the hurricane yeah. uh john q philadelphia um the pelican brief uh glory this is yeah. probably i would say like I would put this like somewhere in the middle again, like maybe like fourth down because I, you've mm -hmm. got to put, yeah, you've got to put like probably training day or glory at the top. You know, you've got to put the hurricane probably after that, you know, like Malcolm X. So many good movies, yeah. Malcolm X, the book of Eli. I mean, he's just, yeah. he's the, the guy just doesn't do bad movies. I even saw an old movie that he did years ago called carbon copy in 1981 with george siegel i don't know if you've oh, ever wow. seen so that was movie. before saint elsewhere yeah it was way before like that oh, okay I, See, I, I thought saint elsewhere even... was his first like his first on-screen work I, okay I was no not no i think he had done some other well he had definitely done some other things before that but i think carbon copy was it might have been a tv movie but it it came out in like either 1980 or 1981 and even in that movie which was not a good movie by any stretch mm -hmm. like the writing in it was terrible but he was like the bright spot of that movie it was it was so clear every line that he delivered was funny or poignant or you know or or it brought you some kind of emotion where everybody else in the movie was just kind of phoning it in you know yeah. like and so yeah i mean you know you really can't you really can't fault a guy, you know, he, yeah. you know, when, when you, when you say that he's your favorite, like, I definitely get it. And, you know, he's yeah. like, he's, he's definitely awesome. But I wanted to, before we wrap this up, I kind of wanted to shift gears and talk a little bit about Gary Bertier, about the actual uh, person um, that Ryan, that Ryan Hurst played. So yeah. that character, as you know, like anybody who's seen the movie um, gets into a car accident towards the end of the film yeah and he becomes a paraplegic for the rest of his life so in in real life that accident happened after the championship it happened on the night of like a celebratory banquet oh okay i was not and, aware of that right so they changed that for the film but um one of the things that they don't really get into in the movie is that once he sort of re rehabilitates and sort of you know becomes used to the idea of becoming a paraplegic, he becomes a para, what they call a Paralympian. So they have like wheelchair Olympics and things like that. And he actually became like a, a notable champion in that oh, wow. winning tons of awards. Like he got a gold medal in shot put and the coach that he used for that is actually coach Yost, who was played by Will Patton in the movie, the assistant coach in, in the movie was actually his coach for all those Olympics that he won. Wow. And, 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 uh, you know, he's also, he also became like a, a, like an advocate for, um, disabled people who are disabled, like, um, basically became an advocate for like disabled rights. So like, 
you know, things that we see now, like wheelchair access and things like that, he championed those things. And uh, he was he was pretty active in helping other people with spinal cord injuries, like adjust and rehabilitate and sort of, you know, um, get a positive mental outlook. And uh, the last thing I'm going to mention is that after his death in 1981, his sister formed a um, she formed a foundation. I think it's called the I have it here. It's the Bertier Number no. Forty Two Foundation, and it's um, it's directed towards helping people who are victims of spinal cord injuries. And uh, you know, I'll post the I'll post the information as far as like where you can donate to that. But I just thought that that information was so uh, it, it's it's powerful and kind of speaks to who that guy was like in real life versus the character that you see in the film because they really didn't touch on any of that at all yeah and um you know i just felt like that really needed to be said you know like a, you know that all of that really needs to be mentioned to kind of just talk about the kind of the, the 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 kind of guy he actually really was wow that's deep stuff man i was not yeah, that's why I love doing this show with you because you're, you're <laughs> here to educate and you educate me in the process, and that's what makes this show great, man. And um, and again, I'm glad to have you back. I mean, those two weeks without you felt like the longest two weeks <laughs> of your life. <laughs> all right, so um, all right, so I, I, just some closing thoughts, uh, real quick. Is the in this day and age, you know, you know, we're we're in. It, it, it's really ridiculous in, in this day and age that we're still talking about racial equality and whatnot. So that's why I feel like this is a movie that it, it, it everybody should watch because I feel like in times like these, this is a good watch. Not just that, but it's enter the football stuff's entertaining as hell, and we're in the middle of an NFL season. Um, so that's what I'm just gonna say right now is because of the social commentary in the film and because of the the football action, it's definitely a great watch and a, and a great look back. But the sole reason to be a fan of this movie and the sole reason to watch this movie is because of Denzel Washington. <laughs> and I'll, I will, I'll take that to my grave. Um, it's just, it's just one of the movie, one of the Denzel movies, which is a must watch. So, you know, again, you know, the movie has, it has its problems, but it's, it's definitely a good watch. It, um, there's some stuff that doesn't hold up too well as far as the execution and editing, editing towards the end. But, but as, but, as a movie and as and, and in this day and age that we're living in right now it's definitely it's it's a, it's a very important watch and I, it's a highly recommend from your boy jay uh, and i agree with you i agree with you pacing problems aside i think that this is a uh, you know it's it's a great film you know it's it's very well acted by not only denzel but everybody in the in the cast um it has a, a powerful message Mm -hmm. um, you know, one that's probably needed now more than ever. Yes. And, uh, you know, and it's and it's highly entertaining. And so if you have uh, Disney Plus, it's available right now, you know, no additional cost, uh, you know, not like Mulan. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but but yeah, you can watch it on Disney Plus. Um, it's also available on, on Amazon Prime, I believe, for like three bucks. Yeah, yep. it's like three bucks. So it's definitely like worth a watch for anybody who hasn't seen it. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, again, Mark, I'm just glad to see, you know, that you're back. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, I know we had a, not a health scare, but, you know, a minor illness that you're going to, that you overcame. And I'm glad to see you're kicking. 
And um, and of course, uh, you were out saving the world a couple weeks ago with Dion at the University of Maine. So, um, so, so great to have you back. And uh, we're really excited about we we have more lookbacks coming this month. And we have a great speaking of Dion, we have a great stream coming up this week. Uh, Nerd Cage Live Assemble, where uh, it's gonna be us with Dion from Off the Beaten Podcast and our good friend, voice actor Matthew Farden. So it's gonna be the for- first time for the four of us together on screen. <laughs> live <laughs> and we're done we're definitely going to talk about the boys and we're going to talk about a whole lot of uh, nerd stuff we're looking forward to that and of course we're a couple weeks away to the mighty zach householder from uh white chapel coming on the show thursday the 29th of october that's just gonna be an absolute blast so man like i said we're hitting we're hitting our stride right here in october and we're, we're just having fun doing it yeah, so far October has not disappointed. You know, it's been uh, you know a lot of good content, a lot of good things for us to talk about, and uh, you know these next few weeks, you know, like you said, we've been waiting a while to kind of make these things happen, and so now that they are, you know, I can't wait. You know, particularly for for this Thursday, you know, yep. and and uh, you know, again, much thanks to everybody who you know keeps tuning in and, and checking us out. We really appreciate the support. Uh, keep telling your friends, um, you know, keep letting people know about us. We'll continue to to grow and strive to get better every time. And and uh, we look forward to to uh, entertaining you the next week. Absolutely. So before we go, we ask you to pretty please like, comment, subscribe, and ring that bell. And spread this shit like syphilis to everybody you know. So do you I say, from Louisville to Syracuse, to all of our friends and fans around the world at Nerd Cage Live, enjoy life. Stay safe and good night. Sayonara. Ooh, trying to get out of the nerd cage, are ya? Well, before you go, hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell. Thank you for dropping by. Until next time, tell everyone you know about Nerd Cage Live! Ha 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 ha!